Woody. Did you miss me? Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Ride him, cowboy. Oh, I forgot. You're broken. I don't want to play with you anymore. Bye, Woody. chicken filet nuggets in their strips is the fact that it's on a bun with pickles, right? That is the only difference. They're not cooked differently. There's no special sauce. It's just that there are pickles and a bun. Yes. What's the difference between Popeye's chicken strips and the chicken on the sandwich? Is there a special sauce? Uh, Well, they have a classic version and a spicy version. So the classic version is just chicken, pickles, bun. The spicy version has a spicy sauce, and it's pretty good. But so. I do think the 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 classic chicken sandwich, something about that chicken is not like their normal chicken. It's very high-quality, very moist, yummy chicken. Mm. And I do Less think Popeye's processed. has good, good chicken. I think their chicken is better sure. than you remember it being. Maybe it was just that location. Maybe. Well, but I don't know. They, I feel like they could have just Frankenstein a sandwich for you, you know, with they the could leftover have, chicken strips. Maybe, but I don't think it would have been the same because this was like a big deal when they announced the sandwich. Oh yeah, I mean they were like, "This is it, folks. This we're is back this in the is game. the Messiah." Yep. And our listeners, listen. If you were expecting to not hear about Popeyes, what show did you think you were listening to? We're yeah, you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong business right now. We talk about two things, kids' movies and chicken sandwiches, because the crystal chick is a highly underrated chicken sandwich. The what? The crystal chick. Fight me. Oh, absolutely. I think they're very good. Oh, yeah. They're probably better than the hamburger in some way. Um, Friend of the show, Cody Lunsford, told me he had the the Popeye's chicken sandwich before I did, and he told me that it was Mm -hmm. kind of like a giant crystal chick and i was like oh i'm into that that's i don't know about that and also if that if is what it tastes like i don't even know if i would like that but as soon as i took Mm -hmm. a bite out of it i was like i see where he's coming from (laughs) and i'm into this but crystal chicks have mayonnaise and pickle on a steamed bun yes okay isn't there like a jingle that goes with that or that's mayonnaise and pickle no it's um on a steam i actually Believe it or not, I actually do know the jingle for the Big Mac. Okay, let's hear it. it well, it's not a jingle. It's just like a recitation. Um, like, like I'm a freaking Catholic, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm scared like that I'm you're going to say this and, like, <laughs> Latin. A, the nearest cemetery is going to reanimate all the dead bodies that <laughs> come out of the ground. Correct. All right, you ready for it? Yes. All right, it's two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you're ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazzhands Page, and I'm two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. 
I feel like you just left some out that time, didn't you? Or was it? Just, did it just seem shorter because I was more? Familiar it just seemed with it? shorter because you were used to it. Yeah, I guess. But so. in the uh, in the jingle, it was like two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Mm. You know, had a little fun, little stank to it. Remember when we were sponsored by Crystal and still are? Yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm still earning money off of it. I don't know about you. I I mean, I'm still getting. Um, little deposits into my bank account from it, but I wonder if they will be mad that we have started our show talking about Popeyes and McDonald's. I don't know. In my honest opinion, I know that the Crystal people. You're, uh, let's uh, let's emphasize this. If you are a Crystal representative or employee, uh, stop listening for about fifteen seconds. All okay. right. Um, I wholly believe and adhere to the fact that McDonald's is the best fast food. All right. I'm Boo! Done. Oh my goodness! No way! Do you really <laughs> no, believe like, this thing that you I said? I honestly do. I honestly do. It is my favorite fast food place. I I am not one of these people that like thinks McDonald's is garbage and you're a trash human if you ever eat there. I don't want to mm-hmm. come across that way, but I do not think it's the best. By oh, I do. Hmm. What is your favorite? I am not at liberty to say. Oh, they're not listening. They're not listening? Okay, it's Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell so much. That's that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, and, I mean, Crystal's great. We love Crystal. Uh, but Taco Bell is perfect. They know their audience. Their food is mm-hmm. yummy to my tummy as long as I haven't had it within the last 48 hours. I feel like... it's It's yummy in your tummy, and it also destroys your bummy, but... Oh, wow. That's really funny. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Taco Bell makes you poop. Wow. It doesn't. It makes me poop. I I mean, yeah, it does. It's just like, I hate that I can't talk about my favorite fast food restaurant without the nearest person going like, oh, but I got diarrhea. <laughs> and it's like, sometimes, yes, but it's like, it's worth it. I love yeah, I mean, Bell. sometimes, like, I get diarrhea from... A ham sandwich. It's just it, it. It depends on how it affects my body. It affects my bowels. What are the circumstances in which a ham sandwich would give you diarrhea? Um, it's made of rotten meat. It's made of old bad ham. Okay. There you go. We um. Speaking of old bad ham. <laughs> speaking of old bad ham. We, well, we have some business that we have to attend to. Before we start talking about the subject matter of this episode, which is Boy Story 2, the second Boy Story movie, there are some clowns on the loose. (laughs) Yeah. 2019 is the year of clowns. 2019, the year of clown. Um, So let's run down the roster really quick. Three clowns specifically. There are three clowns out there. Yeah. Clown number one. Mr. Pennywise. It's Pennywise. We saw him in the theater um, this weekend. I well, saw Pennywise. He makes people kill each other, mm-hmm. and then he eats the babies. He eats, yes. Uh, once we get through all the cons, we'll do a definitive ranking of the three clowns. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure, sure. Second clown. Do you want to say what the second clown is? The second clown is uh, the Joaquin Phoenix himself, Joker. Joker. This is Joker. the one we He's... know the least amount about because we have not yeah. seen his film yet. Correct. Uh, he is a new, a new, fresh take on this beloved clown. And new, hot, fresh take. Yes. So they say. So the people at the film festivals say. 
and he yeah, won and they give Venice. It all award. He won the city of Venice. Which he won is the crazy. city of Venice. It, very crazy, actually. <laughs> the Joker has taken Venice. Uh, yeah, which okay. is from Batman, <laughs> and which brings me to the third clown, which okay, if, if you on. don't mind me saying, has a bit of a city of his own. I'd say he's got. He's got a whole country, if you ask me. It's the guy in the freaking White House, right? White House. Oh, my gosh. We got a... This guy is the biggest clown of them all to me. Look at him. He's got his orange hair. He's got his orange skin. People don't talk about this man's orangeness enough. This man... Okay, let's rank our clowns. Okay. You rank your clown, I'll rank my you clown. You want me to do uh, my ranking first, and then you can... Uh, yeah, I okay. want to do that so I can maybe make a funnier one. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with mm-hmm. Pennywise is the best clown. I think, yep. uh, yes, he's the most powerful. He is the best looking one. He is <laughs> the most versatile, too, because he can also sometimes be like an old dead lady. He can also <laughs> sometimes <laughs> be like a big spider. So, yeah, that's why he's the best. Uh, the second best clown, I have to reluctantly say, is the one in the White House right now, just because mm. <laughs> I know more about him than the Joaquin Phoenix clown. Uh, I know how d- I think I could defeat him in a battle very easily. So that is why he's my second yeah. favorite. The, my least favorite is this monstrosity that has taken Venice because he, 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 I, he's too unpredictable. He took, okay. my, he took my the wettest city. <laughs> Gross. He took the wettest city right out from under our feet. Yep. All right. So my definitive clown ranking. Uh-huh. Um, I, I agree with you. Pennywise is the best clown. He is the strongest clown. Mm-hmm. Um, he can and, turn into the spider. And the hottest, kid. I would say. Uh, sure, okay. Um, he he has the biggest chompers, and he, he, and he can dance. Have you seen his moves? Oh, my goodness, he dances so good. <laughs> He's such a good dance. Uh-huh. Um, second clown. Going to change it up a little bit here. Joaquin Phoenix is my second favorite clown as Joke. Okay. Um, and that's because I don't know anything about him. So I'm placing him dead center so he could potentially retroactively either slide to the top and dethrone Pennywise or slide to the bottom. But uh, in that case, uh, I am going to leave this freaking clown in the White House down in the freaking dumps. You know what I'm saying? He's that down in the bottom. That is a strong political statement, and the only reason I was not brave enough to make it is because I know he could push a button and my head explode. <laughs> well, guess what? He's not going to make my head explode because I voted for Evan McMullen in the <laughs> general election. We are now in territory. We're talking about who we voted for, and I am uncomfortable. I, I, I only say that because my candidate was not on the ballot, and so my ballot was thrown away. Yep. You honestly are the reason we are where we are today. What sucks about a writing candidate is that you, when you vote for a presidential candidate, you vote for the ticket, which with Trump, it was Trump Pence. It was Clinton Kane. Um, I didn't know who Evan McMahon's ticket uh, was with, so I, <laughs> I just wrote Evan McMullen and running mate. 
And so I think that disqualified my vote from actually counting. When I, I really I really stuck it to the institution. When I wrote three clowns on our Google Doc, I did not think this segment was going to end with you telling the world who you voted for in the 2016 election. I knew it would not make we a difference. We have to talk about something else that happened recently. Yeah, we can agree that Pennywise is the best clown, but this week that's really been the only thing we agree on. Because we had a fight recently. We did. We had a big fight, and I'm not happy that it happened. So without like sounding highfalutin or whatever, I oversee about 30 different people at work. And part of my job is quality control. And so I screen phone calls with our individuals who talk with potential customers and just make sure that the quality is where it needs to be and that they're, uh, they have the right cadence that is brand consistent with our company um, and that they're saying the right thing so that we don't potentially get sued and we can cut off bad habits before they start. Um, and one phone call that I was listening to um, one of my employees asked um, our client what apartment number they lived in. This does pertain to the way our business operates. Um, and the, uh, the customer said 69. And <laughs> hold on. The customer said 69. And my employee said, huh, nice. And, <laughs> and so... I had to write him up and give him I had to give him a write up and let him know not to do that anymore. <laughs> and you disagreed with me very hard on that. So Clint sent me a voice message and told me this story and I don't think I've ever had less respect for Clint than I had in this <laughs> moment because if this man is a person who is going to chastise his employees for making very good, if not original jokes. Yeah. I don't think I can continue to do a whimsical, crazy, weird podcast with him. Yeah, but but here's the thing. <laughs> I laughed when I heard it, but business Clint and podcast Clint are two vastly different things, and I try not to have those two intersect. Um, but he he's a, the, the here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing, is that the customer, um, if the customer was like, Haha, yeah, isn't that funny? That's a different thing, because the customer, if the customer was into it, then then I'm okay with it. Well, not okay with it, but I wouldn't be mad. But the customer just, like, didn't say anything and then just kind of moved along with the conversation. Here's um, my counterpoint that I already made to you. Mm-hmm. I'd, I think that if this person understood the 69 joke they are the kind of person who is at least going to tolerate it if they are the kind of person who would be offended by that joke i don't think they would know what he's talking about but if they're offended by it then they have to know what he's talking about right i don't think that's a scenario that would ever happen (laughs) i disagree because people people are dumb i told you about a situation that occurred which I don't really want to talk about on this because it does deal with some touchy subjects, yeah, but please don't. it just kind of, yeah, I'm not, uh, but it just kind of goes to show you that people in, in certain situations are not fully rational. That is the sound that my butt is making because it can smell you from a whole 150 <laughs> miles away. Your, 
your butt can smell me. Um, I, I mean, I understand. I lost every potential cool rad point that I ever had because I I did this thing. But I had to. I had to done it. What are the and chances? It's too late now. What are the chances that this guy is listening to our show? Slim, slim to none. Okay. I would like you to tell him about our podcast so that he can hear no. me say this. <laughs> is this my like is this my recompense that I must pay? Yes. Yes. Uh. This is this is your um punishment. You have to tell him to listen to specifically the Toy Story Two episode of Pierre Nostalgia so that he can hear me say these words. Okay, Sam. You are too good to be treated this way. <laughs> your mind is too smart and good and you have too many good jokes in your brain to be working under this man. You need to run away and start doing stand up comedy where you can make sixty nine jokes and people will applaud you. <laughs> this is his origin story? Yes. It's like Bill Hader's character from It Chapter Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing. Because I feel like all he made were sixty nine jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. we had a fight. As long as you do your punishment, we will be fine. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's in the books. I'll let him know. Um, it has been so long since we started this episode, and we have not talked about the boy story. We technically started an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to talk about Boy Story 2, because it is a movie mm-hmm. about boys, and it's a sequel and to stories. another one. Yeah, it's a movie about boys and their stories, which honestly nobody is talking enough about. Yeah, these these boys have seen some things, and they got stories to tell. And it's about time that these boys get heard. You know so, what I'm saying? So they did, yes. Yes, I know what you're saying. So they did another okay, boy cool. story. Um, and it was uh, the first one. And it had some pretty bad animation. And this one had less bad animation, I would say. Yeah, there was, there was some bad. But for the some most bad. part, it was leaps and bounds better than the first. Because mm-hmm. uh, this was Pixar's third third uh, attempt at a movie, right? Um, yes. Yes, it was... Third or fourth. Yes, it was third. I can never Boy remember Story. if Monsters, Inc. No, Monsters, Inc. was after this. Yes. so Correct. It goes Boy Story 1, mm-hmm. B- A Bug's Life, and then this. Boy Story 2, yes. Um, and okay. this one is actually less of a boy story than the first one is because there's like a whole dang female character in this one. Her name is Jessie, and she's a cowgirl. Yeah, and man, she's... That's that Joan Cusack. Oh my goodness, she's so good. Yeah, so good. Such a good character. Um, hate to uh, hate to say this Uh-oh. live on the air. Uh oh. But um, I I I I didn't think I didn't think I was gonna cry. No. I did not think I was gonna cry, but I did cry <laughs> while I was watching it. When? Uh, what part? Yeah. What part? Oh, I, Is, I mean, like, are you surprised at what part? Oh yeah, no, I'm asking, what part did you cry during? Uh, well, let me let me do this. Okay. When somebody <laughs> loves you, everything is beautiful. So keep going. Every hour is spent together. Mustn't in my heart. And I love that this song is from Jesse's perspective, but she is not the one singing. 
Right. Because um, Joan Cusack, I don't think she sings, and if she does, I'd, it just would not sound the same. <laughs> Correct. It was uh, Sarah McLaughlin, wasn't it? It was, yes. The lady who sings about da- dead dogs. Dead, <laughs> dead dogs. Um, it's in someone else's arms now. Mm-hmm. Um but that uh, is a wonderful song, and I can see why you would cry at that part. I did not cry at any point during um, this movie. I I cried when like at the beginning I was like, oh man, I remember this being sad, and I, I say I cried. I like welled up, you know. Um, I wasn't about to cry because I was doing push-ups, but because you're a boy. It, yeah, I'm a boy. Um, but it was at the part where Jesse like thought she was getting loved again. And it was like, oh no, I know what's gonna happen, and mm-hmm. and then I and then I cried a little bit. That like is, a baby. Uh, you're a big baby because I didn't cry at all. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I would say I did not. The reason I did not cry is mainly because I've seen this movie so many times. I think of all the Boy sure. Story movies, this is the one I've seen the most, which leads us right into our personal experience. Um, Correct. So I'll let you go first, seeing as you okay. already kind of have the helms. Um, I saw this one in theaters. This is one of the first movies that I saw in theaters, which I know there's another movie that we covered on this show that I've also said that about. Do you remember mm-hmm. what that was? Christopher Robin. No. <laughs> uh, give me a hint. No, I don't know. Spy I'm, Kids. I'm asking you for help. <laughs> was it Spy Kids? Uh, no, it wasn't Spy Kids. Oh, what was it? It would have had to have been before 1999. <laughs> I, it may not have been a movie that we actually did an episode on. I think I may be thinking of The Phantom Menace because um. Um, there's like there's three very early movie theater memories that I have, mm-hmm. and here is what they are. Number one, Toy Story 2. Um, number sure. two, um, The Phantom Menace. Number three, Mouse Hunt with Nathan Lane. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Which That's is a weird movie. One. Um, yeah, but yeah, I remember seeing this in theaters and, um, loving it and, uh, not understanding the part where Zerg said that he was Buzz's father. And then later I saw Mm -hmm. Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and I was like, oh, it's like, like, (laughs) I was like, they got that from Toy Story. And, um, (laughs) yeah, I've seen this movie a bunch of times and it's very good. This Vader guy looks, this Vader guy looks oddly familiar. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a robot man in space tell a dude that he's his father and mm-hmm. it was in a boy story movie so, so how about yeah, you? you yeah so um this movie came out in november 1999 okay and my family used to have a tradition up until like a few years ago basically i, I say a few years i mean about five years ago where we would go and have thanksgiving lunch and then my dad and or my grandfather would take all the children uh, in their car, and we would go see a movie on Thanksgiving Day. And so uh, we saw Boy Story 2 on Thanksgiving Day, uh, November 1999. And that was my experience. Um, we, uh, I don't remember a whole lot about that experience, my movie-going experience then, um, but I, I, I do remember, you know, growing up, I said I watched Toy Story the most than any other movie. I feel like I've said that a few times about different movies, and then mm-hmm. I see another movie, and I'm like, no, I think I've seen this one more. And I, I, f- I think I maybe f- 
now think that about Toy Story 2. I think maybe now I've seen Toy Story 2 more than Toy Story 1. Um, and I agree with you. I loved it. Yeah. I, I honestly can't uh, figure out which one I've seen more between one or two, but it's definitely one of those two movies. That and I, w- I would King. say two. Yeah. I would say two for me. Um, yeah, that... Those two, both, and Lion King are the two movies that I saw, or the three movies that I saw, like watched the most at home growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, so. And I, uh, yeah. And I, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm actually scrolling through our, um, <laughs> oh, Shrek. Shrek is the one I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was yeah. the movie that is also one of my early movie theater memories, but that was a little Wait, bit Wait, when later. did Shrek come out? Yeah, Shrek came out in like Yeah, it was 2001, so. Um, it's just that for some reason I have a vivid rem- memory of actually going to the theater and seeing it because I remember my aunt being offended when he said that parfaits are the most delicious thing on the whole planet. Yep, that isn't a that that part did get me too. That was um, controversial. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but that was decidedly later than the other three movies that I mentioned. What year was Mouse Hunt? Say some funny words <laughs> while I look it up. I saw Mouse Hunt. 97. Um, <laughs> 97. So I so Mouse been, Hunt was your first movie. It was my first movie. Oh, boy. Wow. that <laughs> What an experience. I went to Mouse Hunt, and I said, oh, this is what movies is. <laughs> that was your baseline was Mouse Hunt with yeah. Nathan Lane. Oh, Nathan man. Lane and who else? Um, Some other guy. <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember. It wasn't Steve Buscemi, was it? It was definitely not Steve Buscemi. It was okay. it was a guy that like you 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 know his name, but you can never think of a movie that is actually in. Matthew Broderick. Um no. Lee Evans? Nope. Is, is he the other one? Yeah. Maybe he's maybe I don't even know his name. Cuz <laughs> it is Lee Evans. I don't know what else he's in. Oh. The Fifth Element. Well, Oh, oh wow! <laughs> There's something about Mary, Mouse so he's Hunt, been in some... and the Medallion. Okay. <laughs> Don't know the Medallion, but I do know something about Mary and the Fifth Element. Okay, wait, you know something about Mary? I don't. I do I would, know something about her. I would love it if you could clue me in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe all fair. Okay. Um. Uh. So, so should we talk about our our first impressions upon rewatching this film today? Absolutely. Um. I. When did you watch it? In relative to when we were recording. Uh. About an hour ago. <laughs> okay. Same. Yeah. I finished watching it maybe two, three hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um. You go first. Yeah. Okay. I go first. So, I I found it and I watched it and I loved it. It is, in my opinion, a superior movie to the first. Okay. Is that, are you and, finished? Have you said all that uh, you wish to say? I I have, I was happily surprised, because it has been years since I've seen this, this movie. Um, I, when Stinky Pete started talking, I was like, I have heard that voice before. Who, who is that, that amazing baritone? And I look it up, and it's my boy Frasier. It's Beast from X Men: The Last Stand. It's it's Frasier Beast, <laughs> and I was so happy. Frasier is my favorite comedy show of all time, and I was so happy to hear Mister Frasier's voice, Frasier Crane, Doctor Crane, on on the radio. 
if you ask me, Fraser Crane is a bit of a podcaster himself. Yeah, you Fraser, you Fraser fan? No, I've seen Frasier? like I've seen like a few episodes. Probably because I told you, oh my word, you need to watch Frasier. I got really into Frasier my junior year of college. Um, um, yeah, I it's fine. I think I would probably like it if I would watch a lot of it, but you uh, would. I will watch the whole thing if you watch all of the Dark Crystal. Um, no. <laughs> Age of Resistance, which is okay. only nine episodes compared to how many episodes of Frasier are there? I think like uh, uh, 300-something, probably. I, I feel pretty confident that you cannot get through nine episodes of The Dark Crystal. <laughs> really? I actually, no, I think you could get through it. I actually don't think you will enjoy it. Probably it's not. Just, I mean, it's just, it's not my thing. Frasier has 263 so... episodes. Okay. And I also don't. I probably would like Fraser. I don't know. I just the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance is truly the most dorky thing I've ever seen. It's so sincerely nerdy, and you're more of a sports boy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) at least more than I am. Uh, You say that in jest, but I I do like I do like watching some sport. Which ones do you like watching? Ultimate Frisbee. I have been wa- you're going to laugh but I have been watching the uh world championship uh disc golf matches that have been going on. Oh, you were serious when you joked about that earlier. I was serious when I joked. Correct. Oh. I said it because I know how lame it sounds. Uh but I've been watching them like while I ate dinner. <laughs> I just imagine you like hanging out with a bunch of dudes that are talking about the latest football game and you just go so any of you guys watched this golf championship <laughs> <laughs> yesterday? And they all you just see John Guglione you. like with his amazing putt. And they look at you and they're like, Clint, it's okay that you don't watch football. You don't have to make up other things. <laughs> they're like, we you love you the way you sports. are. <laughs> and you're like, no, disc golf's a real thing. Um, I got people trying to get me to join their fantasy league at work, and I have to keep telling them, no, I don't. I sincerely don't want to do that. I made a March Madness bracket with my what? coworkers last year, not this year, um, and I like almost won. Like I wow did a great job. So, congrats. Thanks. Um, so I did peek at your letterbox review <laughs> for mm-hmm. this movie, so I know what you think of it. But I'd like you to guess um, my rating out of ten for this movie because I don't think you've looked at mine. Correct. I'm gonna guess that you gave it. A ten out of ten. That would is watch again. Correct. Yes. It's I give it a nine out of ten. It's the great American film. It it has one flaw, and I'll talk okay. about that flaw later. Okay. Uh, you are exactly right. It is rare, um, for a animated movie specifically to run such a deep gauntlet of emotions and capabilities. And this movie just masterfully pulled it off. I think it is the perfect sequel. Um, Agreed. In that it expands upon the ideas of the first one in a way that feel more complete. Um, mm-hmm. And I just love it. I love how honest it is about the ideas that it is putting forth. Because it's not like... It doesn't end with the toys saying like, Oh, you know what? Andy will love us forever, so we should hang out with him. It's literally Correct. them being like, 
yeah, someday Andy's going to freaking throw us in the trash. And you know what? We should just enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, the the moment that Woody, what, he, what does Woody say? He's like, he's not going to love me forever, but I'm going to be there for every moment or something like that. Yeah, he says just, something like Andy's, Andy will grow up one day, but I wouldn't miss it for the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, or Andy is going to grow up, and I'm not going to miss it for yeah. the world. And at the he's end, like, he says, yes. yeah, it's just them hanging out in the room, and it's like, it'll be fun while it lasts. Which is like, ugh. I and you know what? People are gonna get mad at me for saying this, but I kind of. I, I think I know what you're gonna say. I think I know what you're gonna say. I, I okay. Um, now I'm now my whole groove is thrown off. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. What? No, it's okay. I was gonna say I kind of wish this was the last Toy Story movie. Yep. Okay. That I had the exact <laughs> same thought. I was like, man, this would have been such a such a good way to end it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the the third one I believe to be kind of emotionally manipulative, and I agree. We'll 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 get to that when we review it. Um, but this one left with it didn't leave with catharsis, but it just left with like yeah, some kind of weird comfort at the end, knowing that they're just like, yeah, we'll be fine. It's cool. We'll be good. Yeah, um, I, I think yeah. the the other sequels um, play out this idea in probably the best way that they can because it still does end with, you know, Andy giving them up in Toy Story 3 and then mm-hmm. ultimately in Toy Story 4, which we've already talked about, uh, Woody deciding to not even be with a kid anymore, which is kind of right. crazy. But um, so, like, I respect the fact that they're following that out to its logical conclusion in the best way that they could. But right. I kind of like the idea of Toy Story 2 being the end of it, and it's like we just have to assume that one day all these toys will be in the trash, but at least they're with Andy right now. Correct. It, it, it It's kind of a, you know, not this might sound a little bit weird, and maybe I'm, I'm stretching a little bit, but it is, in, in a sense, like kind of related to Christianity, you know, where it's like, you know, we're not going to have a good life or or we might be persecuted or whatever, but at the end we know that it's gonna be okay. Um, I know that that's a little bit of a stretch, but I don't know. Am I am I am I wrong in saying that? Well, I don't see where I don't know that the analogy really works because there's no toy heaven. <laughs> as I was as I was saying it, I realized ah, oh, this is a flawed analogy. Like they these toys have a definite end. Correct. You know, but. Uh, yeah. I am glad, like, while I say that Toy Story 3 was emotionally manipulative in how they went about a few things, I am glad that it didn't play out in the sense of, like, Woody's going with Andy to college, and now he's following him along, just, like, trying to be in his life uh, while he's married. Um, you know, it, it didn't occur that way. Can you give us a 10,000-foot view of this movie? I sure can. Um... How are we? Let me I hit, guess we're going on an elevator. Let me hit the zero gravity button on my yeah, there we go. belt. Bloop. Yep. It worked. Bloop. All right. All right. So uh, the, the, the toys are back in town. Yes. And <laughs> They're back, baby. Um, and there's a Andy's going to cowboy camp. And, Heck uh, yes. Cowboy the, camp. The, the mom's having a yard sale. We all went to cowboy camp when we were kids. We all went to cowboy camp. Um, and Andy's mom is giving away some things, and a beloved 
toy who has been shelved, which I guess is the way of saying taken out to pasture, um, gets put uh, put in the box for 25 cents, and Woody has to go rescue him. And in the process, a toy collector, voiced by Wayne Knight, um, steals him. And Newman! Wants to... Newman! <laughs> Newman steals him and sends is wanting to send him to Japan and reunite him with his set. So basically, Woody... Uh, realizes that he is a bigger deal than just being one toy to one person. Um, and his friends try and get him back. Uh, Woody wants to live his life in a toy facility. Um, Stinky Pete is the bad man. Toy uh, he's facility. a prospector. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. It's a weird it's way a to toy say museum, that. toy yes. museum. Um, and then eventually Woody learns that it's not about it's not about the outcome. It's about the journey. And um, <laughs> then they all yeah, I guess. Uh, they all head back, and Stinky Pete gets, I guess, murdered or defiled. Yeah, just uh, defiled, later. I think. Just defiled. Um, and then Andy gets some new toys, and he's playing with girls, which is kind of weird, but, you know, uh, that, that's really the end. And then they all... They don't live happily ever after, but it ends on an optimistic note. You know, I think I would have loved for Stinky Pete to come back in three or four and be like, have paint all over him, and he <laughs> just like, wants up. vengeance. That would have He's been pretty awesome. He's a great character. He's so good. Kelsey Grammer, Frazier, did a great job voicing him. Loved it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that, it sounded like you were saying Kelsey Grammer loved it. Like, he just loved the experience. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer loved the, I have a hard time separating <laughs> myself from Stinky Pete. Um, one of my complaints about Toy Story 3, and I know that's our next episode, but mm-hmm. was that the bear, the pinky, pink bear dude, Lotso, Lotso. is yeah. essentially the same as Stinky Pete. Like, they do the same little Correct. reveal with him. What if, what if in Toy Story 3... Okay. It was Stinky Pete. He was Lotso. And he's like, oh, I've had a change of heart. I'm nice now. <laughs> but then it's like he does the same turn on them again. I think that would have been better. Yeah. It's like I mean, he's that ended up been, in this daycare somehow. That would have been fine, I, I guess. Um, I mean, Kelsey Grammer was too busy doing mayor, so he, he couldn't perform as Lotso or as Stinky Pete again. But um, – yeah, I mean that would have been fine. Uh, I think compared to um, the first one, the story conventions of like a good guy and a bad guy were a little more clear in this one than the first one. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I guess I was trying to think of what the equivalents of each character were because that is how my brain operates a lot of sure. times. And like Sid is kind of the the owl of this movie. Yeah, but there's not the really a movie. toy bad guy in the first one like there is in this one. You could kind of say Woody was. I was about to say the best, the most bad of guys in the yeah. first one is Woody. He's kind of he got he got in his own way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's kind of the closest. He's um, also very much the protagonist though. But yes, how much? So the uh, the man on the other line. From Japan, the Japan Toy Museum mm-hmm. said he will pay anything uh, for that full set, and he's like, "Well, why don't we add another zero onto it?" And he's like, "Yes, anything." Um, how much do you think that he is paying for these? 
Okay, so it had to initially be enough for him to justify a flight to to Japan. Japan. So, so at least $100,000. Well, that's your starting point? That's my starting point. And I'm then he adds 000. another? Yeah, so you're saying it goes up to a million. million? No, I do not think so. <laughs> I'm going to say a million dollars. I think at first it was like... um. Six or seven thousand, and really? it goes up to like sixty thousand. <laughs> I mean that that is a a big jump, but I mean percentage wise, going from ten thousand to a hundred thousand is percentage wise the same incrementally as going from a hundred thousand to a million. I but do not think this museum paid a million dollars for Woody. <laughs> I. I don't know. I'm I'm saying he's worth a mil. I'm saying the the complete set is worth a million dollars. It because I have watched these like toy auctions or like rare rare item. Have you ever seen Antiques Roadshow? Nope. Like there there was one. I love watching Antiques Roadshow because this man wa- literally walked in and was like, "This is an old blanket that I found in my attic," and they're like, "This is from the Navajo Indians," and it was a ceremonial blanket. And they put it up in auction, and it sells for $9 million. And so people pay outrageous amounts of money for small things. Yeah, I don't think it went up to a million, though. <laughs> I'm ho- I'm hoping that it went. I'm saying Woody, I mean, maybe I just like him more than you, but I'm saying Woody was worth a million dollars. That might be true, because I am, I'm going to go on the record now saying I'm a Buzz fan. I like Buzz better. Are than you Woody. a Buzz? You like Buzz more? I think Buzz is better, and I think Buzz is best in this movie. Yes. What I, I like think about that Buzz this is the best version of Buzz. What I like about Buzz is that all of the Toy Story movies are Woody movies. They're all about Woody, mm-hmm. but Buzz is a very good um, kind of supporting character. And the first one, he's yep. like too clueless, you know, which is like it's fun because that's kind of the point of the first one. This right. one, he's pretty intelligent. Like, he's just, like, got his buddies back, but he's also, like, when they go to rescue Woody and Woody's like, no, I'm staying. Like, he's like, okay, bye. Like, I respect that about him. <laughs> then he walks yeah, away. He, he doesn't, like, try to kidnap him yeah. or be like, or, I mean, he kind of guilts him a little bit. But yeah, ultimately, he, does. he doesn't He doesn't bless him out, you know? I think he saying, trusts like, Woody enough idiot. to know that he will have a change of heart. But he also right. is, like giving him a hard time about it and he's like okay bye i'm not gonna waste any more time here i like buzz yeah. in this movie he's great what i this movie made me a little bit frustrated even more than i already was with how he is treated in at least toy story 4 um and maybe in toy story 3 too depending on yeah what i think of him when we rewatch that one soon but um because i don't think i've seen toy story 3 since theaters which is crazy yeah Um, i agree with i i think i'm on board with that um but yeah i just i'm a little bit sad about how he's just kind of a doofus in toy story 4 (laughs) i just Mm -hmm. i think he's pretty intelligent in this movie and i like that he um the way he deals with the other buzz Lightyear, which is one of the best parts of the movie um (laughs) i love that other buzz and i love he's just like like, come on but at the end he's like this is a code 594 or something like that like he knows yeah. just how to like deal with him. I don't know. I think Buzz is great, and this is the one he's best in. I agree. It is like interesting because, and and maybe for me in the first one, you definitely want to root for Woody over Buzz in the first one, even though Woody is a jerk. 
Um, See, you said that in the last episode, but I still am finding myself rooting for Buzz even at the first one. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I I definitely was rooting for Woody, even though like clearly Buzz was a better part, a better character uh, morally. But Buzz is just an unyieldingly kind yes. and supportive. Uh, I, I I keep wanting to say person, but I know that's not what he is. Boy, but, um, he's a boy. He's a yeah. He's a just unyieldingly kind, and he he always has their backs. Like he literally jumped across traffic or like rode up hid under an elevator shaft to save his friend. So like he, he there he is. Woody's id is selfish, and Buzz's id is relentlessly unselfish, and so that's just an interesting dynamic well, between the two. I mean, but Woody does become also relentlessly unselfish. Like, in Cor- the fourth correct. one, part of what it's about is him being like, you need to think about yourself a little bit every once in a while. He's um, selfish. He's selfish for his own reputation by becoming so unselfish it can make you selfish i think he cares deeply what people think about him and he likes being the leader and he likes feeling he likes making other people feel safe because it makes him feel important i can't believe we're talking about toy story in this way (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah this is funny hold on pee poop poop pee (laughs) poop 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 um but uh i think it's interesting that like when woody goes missing Buzz takes, like, all the toys with him to go hunt yeah. him down. I think if it was vice versa, Woody would have gone off by himself. By but himself. Buzz is like, come on, friends. Let's go help our friend. And, like, yeah, they all like, go. He rallied the troops. Which is one reason this one is a lot of fun, because it's all of the toys together on an adventure. I agree. I think the ensemble was stronger in this yes. one than the first one. Very much so. Um, they added some new characters. They added Mrs. Potato Head, which she's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, she's great georgie <laughs> georgie's getting married um and they adopt the aliens at the end which is great they do very funny scene um i like this um since we're talking about buzz uh i i like that this movie starts out feeling entirely different from the first one <gasps> immediately i love the i love the <laughs> entry Just, of the movie oh man it's so love good it so much that whole scene i love it so much um I also thought, like, I want to see this movie, too. Like, I want to see a Pixar Buzz Lightyear of Starkman movie. That's just Well, they Buzz had Lightyear a TV series. Doing... Yes. And did you ever watch that show? Uh, off and on. Um, it, wasn't, watched... it was not voiced by Tim Allen, was it? <clears throat> uh, no, I don't think so. Um, but who knows? What else would he have been doing at the time? <laughs> True. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't. But I I remember seeing a little bit of that show and enjoying it. But I also had a video game of it that I played that was fun. <laughs> oh, um, it's Patrick Warburton. Yeah, of oh, course that makes sense. That's interesting because he like doesn't really sound like Tim Allen. <laughs> I'm Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, <laughs> here I am. Peter. Buzz Lightyear. Peter. <laughs> 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 wait so what here's what's confusing about this is buzz lightyear yeah patrick warburton was cast as buzz lightyear but the poster for buzz lightyear star command is buzz lightyear of star command the adventure begins starring tim allen oh, okay so, so they did they did a movie it was like a tv movie he was probably him in the movie but he not in was the show. you're exactly right okay you're, you're exactly um right. and i think i saw the movie but not the show 
Uh, and Wei Wei Knight is Emperor Zerg, so that's interesting. <laughs> Wait, that's a joke, right? No, no, really. Are, are you serious? Wei Knight was Zerg in Buzz Lightyear Star Command. That's very funny. I love that. <laughs> I do too. That that's very good. Um, that's very very good. Oh, and we? the principal Larry Miller was in it as well. Oh, the the principal himself. Yeah, Mister um, Principal. Wait, who was he? XR, whoever. Oh, he! I remember XR. He was a robot dude. Oh, Clint, should we cover this movie on our show? (laughs) I mean, maybe eventually. Yeah, we'll come back to it later. I would like to. Buzz Lightyear, Star Command. Uh, (laughs) Peter. Um, like we said, the animation I think does improve. It's like still significantly pretty like early stage Pixar, where it's still you can see. Um, the issues with it when there's like human characters and animals and stuff, but yeah, and you can you actually I feel like you see more you not even I feel you definitely see more humans yeah you do in this than the first one, and I think it's because they had better the technology and so they felt comfortable doing that. Yeah, Al uh, looks pretty good and he gets a yeah. fair amount of screen time. I agree. Um, Al looks pretty dang good. Al, <laughs> honestly. It's kind of a hottie. Yeah, I sure. Um, you know the the Woody's Roundup show that they watch where they're all puppets. Um, mm-hmm. I that show reminds me of the Blaze and Fury ride at Dollywood. <laughs> oh my word! Yes. Have you ridden that ride? I have. I have ridden that ride before. It's the best. I don't know how how relatable this will be for any of our listeners, but it's a it's an old timey fireman ride with a bunch of like terrible animatronics. And I love it so much. I absolutely love that ride. And I, I'm i interested to see a TV show, because the way they put it out, it's a, a marionette TV show with a live studio audience. So mm. uh, I would be interested to see that, because they had a laugh track and like a cheer track for Woody's Roundup. <laughs> uh, it Was it like playing on uh, another show of the time? Like was there a similar show that actually existed um the closest thing that i could think would be howdy doody i was thinking of howdy doody too but howdy doody's <laughs> howdy doody is still pretty different right like he's literally yeah. a ventriloquist a doll ventriloquist dummy yes like, he correct. sits on someone's lap right yeah um the we used to have a howdy doody doll at our house and i would hide it in the refrigerator <laughs> uh, you're such a bad person i'm such a bad kid um and then i would like put it in my brother's bed because if you are if you've never seen howdy doody he is scary okay so i'm looking at some google images and apparently howdy doody was also sometimes a marionette so i guess it is oh, really? sort of similar okay um was and he was a cowboy wasn't he yeah well he looks like it i mean he's got a little neckerchief some some plaid doesn't have a hat yeah. though Mm, he has red hair. He does have red hair. I mean, he looks and like a freckles. big old dork, to be honest. I would freaking shove <laughs> his head into a toilet and flush Did it. Did you kick his butt? Huh? I'd kick, kick his, his butt. butt. I'd kick his yeah. butt real hard. Um. Yes, so that should be a show that Disney revives and puts on Disney+. Plus. Um, Woody's Roundup? Yeah, yes. or like make it a short. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or a whole show. Oh my goodness! What if they did a Woody's Roundup show and a Buzz Lightyear of Star Command show on Disney Plus? <gasps> I also thought, why didn't they do a Woody's Roundup ride at Disney World would also be really good. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> when like was the last time you went to Disney World? Um, sixth grade. Okay, so you have not seen Toy Story Land. No, I have not. I've heard the it's pretty toys, cool. The Toy Story ride where you go around and like shoot things and get points mm-hmm. is my favorite ride in the whole park. Really? It's a good, it's a good ride, yeah. Um, they have that other ride. Not as good as Harry Potter Land in Disney World, but you know. Did that one replace the other Toy Story shoot 'em up ride that was like a Buzz Lightyear of Star Command type thing? I think so. Yeah. That's so it, sad because I really liked that one. I, I I think it's more of a a direct, bettered extension of it, if I'm not mistaken. Because yeah, it did have some Buzz Lightyear Star Command things. Yeah, but that one was you're in space, and space is great. <laughs> True. But in this one, it's like 3D, and you wear 3D glasses, and you can see things jumping out at you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm unconvinced. <laughs> um, I'll believe it when I sees it. Hey, folks, send us to Disney World. Yes. Pure so Nostalgia goes to Disney World. <gasps> that would be so much fun. Oh, my goodness. What if we did it? Hey, hey, get married so that you can bring your spouse and I can bring my spouse. Oh, and my that gives goodness. Some le- that gives some legitimacy to us going together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that That's true. We could do just that. I mean, I, I could quick. still go with you and Chandler, just me. Yeah, you could, but it would feel weird. Uh, to you. And hey, Chandler, probably. <laughs> yeah. I would be fine. Um, so my parents, a little bit on Disney World, my parents' 30th wedding anniversary um, was coming up, um, and they wanted to go to Disney World because my parents, for whatever reason, love Disney World. Well, my mom does. Um, and it's in December. Um, and they were going to take go with them and then we're going to take my little brother with him as well and then they said that like if Chandler and I wanted to come we could come but we needed to pay our own way which is reasonable um and they said they're not doing it anymore and I was like why not they said the price and I was like well how much they said okay I'll let you guess for airfare um and four day park hopping tickets for three people and then also staying not in the park but park adjacent do you know how much it was I, I just don't even three know. Three people. I'm not going to guess. Pe- you tell me. $10,000. For three people. Yeah, For I mean, that people. sounds about right. I mean, that is crazy, but... That's outrageous yeah. to me. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, what is just a park ticket, like, for the day? Um, Chandler and I were going to go on our, like, on our honeymoon. We were about hour, two hours from Disney World, and we considered going... Um, for the day, and it, at, in October, it was about $250 a person. Uh, yeah, that's that should be illegal. <laughs> yeah, that's outrageous. We should burn expensive. Disney World to the ground. Yeah, uh, we, are, we are not going unless people pay our way. But I will be going to Galaxy's Edge, and I will be drinking some blue mm-hmm. milk and riding on the Millennium Falcon because, uh, yeah, I, I you're need you're a big, that. fat nerd. I'm a big, fat nerd, and I want some blue milk. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the other day, I mentioned it to my sister. I was like, because me and my sister blue used milk. to enjoy um, theme parks. And I was like, we should just, like, not – we always go to the beach as, with our family. And I was like, next year, we should just not do the beach and all go to Disney World and do uh, the Star Wars park. And my sister sure. went, mm, I don't think oh, I'll ever ow. go to a theme park again. And my heart was broken. Because I was I, like, I mean, your your sister does have two children. Yes. So. And I was like, they need to they need to drink the blue milk. <laughs> I will <laughs> give take these them. babies some blue milk. Get these babies some freaking blue milk. I I mean I can say like going to theme parks with children is exhausting. I mean, you you the last time you've been to Disney World, which is 
I think, America's largest theme park, um, you know, you were with your parents. Chandler and I went to Universal Studios uh, by ourselves back, and we just went for a day, um, by ourselves back maybe two months ago. And it logistically was so frustrating, like, navigating. And so I cannot even imagine doing it with kids. I cannot. I, at, at this at this point, I am honestly unsure of whenever Chandler and I have children, if I want to take them to Disney World, just because of how frustrating it is. I will take your kids to Disney World someday. All right. You can steal my kids and take them to Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. So I mentioned earlier, to get back on the subject of Boy Story 2. Oh, yeah. Um, I mentioned earlier that I think this movie has one flaw. Um, yes, what is that one flaw? Do you think you can guess what it is? I will give you a hint. It is a moment. Please. There's one moment of this movie that I don't enjoy. One moment that yes. you don't enjoy. How is it in the first, second, or third act? Third act, I would say. Third act. Maybe second. I can't remember exactly what happened. Okay, it's so it's kind of in, yeah. It's towards the end, but not at the end. Um Can you give me the set piece? There's an elevator. Okay, um, is it them riding up the elevator no, to that's infinity great. and beyond? Okay, not that. Yeah, I was about to say that. I don't know why you would not like that. Um, no, I honestly can't. You can't? I can't think of it. Okay, no. It's a, it's a moment that I already mentioned earlier in the episode. It's the I am your father moment. Oh, I just don't yeah, think that is the correct type of humor for this movie. <laughs> that's I agree. Shrek humor. We don't need that. Shrek humor. <laughs> Uh, it, I did love Zerg character though. Yeah, no, Zerg is great, and I and I even like good catch, son. I enjoy, yeah, I like that at the end when they're like buddies. <laughs> it ends with the other Buzz just going to hang out with his dad for the rest of his life. <laughs> That's great. I just like think um, that one moment is just so dumb because there's so many great jokes in this movie and then that one is just like star wars reference and like it's that not w- even that's definitely yeah that's definitely a he's right behind me isn't he moment yeah and also i feel like that that moment has been parodied so many times sure and maybe even more after this movie that like it seems even less funny now in retrospect but mm-hmm. i still just don't think it was a great joke and i don't think it should be in the movie other than that i think the movie has, has no flaws and is great i agree um we didn't talk the introduction of new characters okay yes um, we got jesse Jesse's we got great. bullseye we did talk Bullseye's about stinky great. pete so we, we can leave him out he's stinky um and then uh weezer <laughs> wait what oh wheezy, wheezy. yeah wheezy yeah. is great i always forget about wheezy what he's, happened to him, I love him. and the others I guess he died. I think he just died. Yeah, because he was already like almost there at the end, you know. Well, in the bloopers, he swallows his squeaker, so I think we yeah, can only assume like, that killed him. That killed him exactly. So he had one take, and they're like, "Hey, this is good. Let's try it again." And then he did it again, swallowed his squeaker, choked, and died. Um. <laughs> I probably should tell this story on the next episode, but I'm not confident that I'll remember, so I'm just going to tell it now. Um, Sure. When I saw Toy Story 3, I went with several friends, and we all dressed up as Toy Story characters. Um, Oh, my gosh. And one of my friends dressed up as Wheezy. (laughs) And he was was very sad to find that Wheezy was no longer with us in the movie. (laughs) 
And he, That's really he had the funny. best costume of all of us. Like, he went all out to be this penguin. Yeah, so I was ham. <laughs> I had course. a pink shirt, and I painted a cork on my belly and had pig mm-hmm. ears and nose and stuff. It was great. Yeah, that was the first movie that I saw at the Majestic. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, uh, the Majestic 12? Oh, the Majestic 12, yes, correct. Chattanooga's greatest theater. Um, should we... Do you have any more pressing thoughts on Boy Story 2? Oh, we didn't talk about uh, Bullseye oh. and Jesse. Oh, oh, we we got to do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullseye, Jesse. I, th- I mean, I think we can say that um, we all wanted uh, Woody and Jesse to get together, but really? I think it was platonic. I don't think I wanted that. I never did. <laughs> oh, really? I did. Bo Peep is his girlfriend. I know, but it was just like in my mind, I was like, oh, they look like they should be together, so therefore they are. But I, I'm glad that they're not. I enjoyed the fact that like they seem to just almost immediately have like a brother sister relationship. Sure. Um, and then and she's she's Buzz's girlfriend. Don't take her away from Buzz. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, and then Bullseye is just a little puppy dog. Yeah, I like that he's just a dog. Yeah, I like very, that. Very um, cute. Woody has that relationship with the dog Buster. Yes. And then like. I mean, first of all, that reveal is just great when you think the dog is coming in to terrorize them, and then Woody pops up and is like, bang! Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just wonderful. And then it's like, he's essentially bullseye. So that's. Yeah. I, I also like love the fact that this dog knows that these toys are alive. Yes, that's great. And he, he can't tell the people. And yet the toys are able to communicate in such complex terms to this dog mm-hmm. of like act natural. And the dog just kind of saunters across the yard. <laughs> I, that, I, that to me is funny. I love that. And I love that. Um, Woody is like, it seems to imply that Woody has this hole in his heart for bullseye that he is filling with this dog yes. that he doesn't know that Bullseye is a part of his life until he encounters Bullseye. But it's like, There's Bullseye's always been there. There's <laughs> Yep, but it's Bullseye-shaped. Yep. It's a Bullseye-shaped um, hole. It's, it's just great. a circle <laughs> for a Bullseye. Um, and then Jessie's great. I love her introduction. I love how wild and zany she is. Just mm-hmm. her, like, character, like, her body movements as a toy. Like, she's just so over the top about everything. Um, there, great. there were moments where I could tell they were really wanting to kind of show off how good they, uh, they got within their, their animation because of how complex some of their movements were. Yeah, like Woody definitely looked more like a rag doll than before. Yes, uh, it it just it just worked really well. Uh, yes, good good movie, in my humble yeah. opinion. Yeah, so we can you know we can wrap it up there. Um. Is this one of your favorite movies that we've talked about for this show? Is it? Yes. The ants. Uh, so, like, when you say one of my favorites, what's the numerical cutoff? Um. Well, I'm trying to. Let me actually pull up my ranking. I here's the thing. Like, I do utilize Letterboxd, but uh-huh. I have not you don't categorized have mine. Okay. No, I have not. Well, that's okay. You don't have to. I'll just tell you this one. I put in at number three. Um. Behind The Incredibles and Lion King and then Toy Story 2. Um, which for, for viewing experience, I would say that I still hold that Lion King was my favorite viewing experience. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
it pained me to put this above Incredibles 2, which I know to mm. some people that is just a crazy, wacky opinion that I would even entertain the idea that in- Incredibles 2 would be better than this. But I just really love Incredibles 2. I love all the Brad Bird um, Pixar oh, I know. movies. And I thought that I thought that my top three Pixar movies were the three Bad Bur- Brad Bird ones. But three I did, Bad Bird <laughs> movies. I did have to say, you know what? I think Toy Story 2 does beat out Incredibles 2 by just a tiny bit. Mm. Um but yeah, so it's my number three. I I mean, I would probably say that it is, I mean, not probably, I will definitely say that it falls within my top five. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know at what order it's in there. Um, there are some movies that, you know, thinking back on it, would probably surprise you that they're in my top five. Um, but uh, yeah. Like Rock-A-Doodle? Yeah, like Rock-A-Doodle or Brave Little Toaster. Things like that. I think we need to go back to doing weird things like that. Like I agree. I, I'm tired of talking about good movies. We, no, I like talking about good movies. It's fun and stuff, but we have done a lot of very popular mainstream stuff. I mean, Brave mm-hmm. Little Toaster is pretty mainstream, I guess, but at the time. But it's like, well known, yeah. yeah. But like we need to we need to really dig into the weirdness of what old movies can offer. And actually now that I am remembering what we have coming up soon. We do have some of that coming up soon, so that's Correct. kind of exciting. We'll tease that later. Um, yeah, sure. Do you? Do I what? what is... I smell something weird. Oh, my, I, I do. I smell it. Uh, <coughs> Clint, what is that? Uh, I think it's... Are you okay? <coughs> that smells horrible. Your... Yeah, I think it's your sin coming out of you. <laughs> I was trying to do a cue of hot takes. Oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're right. It is. It is my sin coming out of me. No, I mean it, this is my fault because. What are, are I, we okay? Let's let's try this. We'll, we'll still run with sinful moments. Yeah. But how are you gonna cue up hot takes with you vomiting? I was thinking. That it was getting hot in here because you were making some hot takes in the oven and they smelled really bad. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I take full responsibility here. This was was my good segue. This was my fault. Mm. Well, good. I'm glad that you own up to it. But would this be our show if it was a good segue? No, it would not. No, you're right. Poor segues only. We will do sinful moments first. Um, So, yeah, we are doing both sinful moments and hot takes today. Um, Now I have to pull up IMDb because I was not prepared just yet. Um, (laughs) But sinful moments is the part of the show where we look at the parents guide section of IMDb um, to see what parents thought they should be worried about. Back in the days of 1999. So um, I'm going to, there's there's really only two sections of this that I think have interesting things in them. Um, Maybe three. But I think we should go ahead and start with the sex and nudity category, which is always a good time. Oh, Um, baby. Can you guess anything that is in here? Um, I mean, it it has to talk about, um... (laughs) The only moment that I can really think of that's implied sexual uh, connotations is at the end with uh, Buzz's wings. Yes, <laughs> uh, it says a character's wings yes. are <laughs> a character's wings are lifted up. 
upon seeing a female character doing something impressive. This is semi-confirmed to be a reference to an erection. Oh, are we allowed to say that? I I couldn't as yes yes we are. <laughs> Too hot for television. I mean, a, kids, if you wait, don't know what that is, there Google are no it. seven-year-olds who listen to this. <laughs> Google it if you don't know what it is. Um, or just don't, Google don't, the word. No, Google the one word. <laughs> don't do that. Say um, pictures of and then Google that one word. Uh, direction is what I said. Direction, of direction. Correct. I uh, love how it says it's confirmed. Did it say semi-confirmed? It says semi-confirmed. So it's much. semi-confirmed. Uh, so there, there are also a few kisses on the cheek in this movie. Uh, yeah. There's there's a moment where Lil Bo Peep says, "Give this to Woody for me," and then kisses Buzz, and uh, for a long time, and then Buzz says, I don't think it'll be the same coming from me. <laughs> Which is a good joke, and also I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't kiss this like, man. Yeah, that if I was like needing do. to be rescued, and I found out that my wife, my wife, uh, <laughs> was, <laughs> was like talking to, I don't know, the Navy SEALs, and were like, give this to my husband for me, and he, she gave him a smooch, I don't think I'd be cool with it if the Navy SEAL was like, You're, "This is from your wife," and then he plants <laughs> one. He plants one on me. I'd be like, mm, "Just like home." Uh, I don't think that's how this works. Yeah, uh, Clint, I need to read this last bullet point under sex and nudity to you. Sure, sure. It says some quote unquote male toys <laughs> admire lots of dancing Barbies in swimsuits, and then it says this does not fit in any category! Exclamation <laughs> point. I can't imagine how that got there. Did someone else write that last sentence? Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Why uh, did they say "quote unquote" male? Like, I think it's not. It's yeah, past well, implied. They're like these toys. I guess are boys. Yeah. Um, under alcohol, drugs, and smoking, it says none. Under parent or under uh, profanity, it says very mild language and name calling. <laughs> Um, but there's a significant amount of stuff under violence and gore. Really? Uh, and there was under violence and gore. Well, yeah. I mean, like Woody, Woody's arm gets ripped off. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's very funny to me the level of detail they go into this. Let me just read one of these. A toy flies into a door. A toy is tied in t- into cardboard and put in a box. A toy is used as a <laughs> battering ram. Let me be clear. These are all. This is one bullet point that I'm reading. They're separated oh. by commas. Oh wow. Uh, a toy tackles another and pulls its arm behind its back. A toy tries to hit another with a pickaxe. A couple of toys <laughs> scuffle. Toys shoot scuffle. at each other. And two boxing toys punch each other. A dog picks up a toy with his mouth, shakes it around, throws it to the ground, then licks its face. That was all one bullet point. <laughs> I just love the fact that it was all bullet, one bullet point because the person that writes these probably sat down, mm-hmm. tired, and was like, where do I begin? Uh-huh. <laughs> and there are like eight bullet points under here. Uh, wow. they're all Most of them are that long. I'm not going to read all of them, but I do want to read the last one, which made me laugh. Uh Reckless driving, semicolon. <laughs> in one scene, the toys drive a car on a busy street. A man burps on a toy that is standing next to his mouth. Some yelling. <laughs> that was all one bullet point. I'm surprised that they didn't... I mean, maybe they did. Um, but the part that was the most, I guess... I mean, it was all talking, but 
visceral was when Stinky Pete walked over to Woody and then like got the pickaxe and ripped his arm and was like, "If he fix you before, he can fix you again. You can either go right now or you can go in pieces." I was like, I don't remember. I didn't remember that moment. I was like, "Oh, oh wow, okay." Yeah, it does say a toy tries to hit another with a pickaxe. Well, yeah, that's a different moment. Um, yeah, this is he yeah. There's so much in there. Him. Um, let me see if there was anything under frightening and intense scenes. Um, and Berserk and the Prospector may scare some young viewers. <laughs> um, sure. I will no. say that, like, Stinky Pete, like, while he was very small and unassuming, was kind of a threatening character. Oh, yeah. Um, and he straight up punched Buzz in the face. <laughs> Okay, I have to read this. A sequence includes a story of how Jessie is abandoned by her owner while a depressing song plays. This may be very <laughs> emotional for some viewers and several people. Uh, in parentheses, it says, including stars Tom, Han- Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, in parentheses, have admitted to crying upon watching this scene. <laughs> well, if... T- if Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, the stalwarts of manliness and stoicism, can't handle this, then I'm certainly glad that they included it. Mm-hmm. And you did cry as well, so. Oh, I did. Should have added you to this list. Um, I think I called my shot though. I did say beforehand that I was gonna boohoo. Yeah. Um, and then it does say Woody has a nightmare about falling into a dumpster and getting pulled down by toy parts that come to life. This may disturb younger viewers. And this younger viewer was disturbed when he saw that at the time. Same, same was this. I did not like it. I did not like how Andy was like, oh, you're broken. Bye, Woody. I don't want to play with you anymore. anymore. Bye, Woody. Did not like that. Um, so that is Sinful Moments. Well, break out the noise box, because along with Sinful Moments, we also, uh, we get some hot takes. Spring those wings into action, Buzz Lightyear. Um, so just a reminder, hot takes is when I go onto IMDb, uh, utilizing IMDb yet again to look at the user reviews to see what everyone else thought about this movie. Um, I only have two. Uh, typically, I like to have a few of them, but I only have two now. I'm uh, going to read the uh, the reviews for both of these because they are short enough. Uh, the first one comes from Blanca76. Blanca! Uh, Blanca76 gives it a 1 out of 10 and says... Okay, hold on. Blanca gives it a 1 out of 10, and the title is, I give a 2, <laughs> like the number of this episode. Wait, so. What? I give a two. Oh, like does she mean that she ep- she give a two to the toilet? That's how I'm going to that's how I'm going to refer to pooping now. Okay. I gave that toilet a two. Hold on, um, I'm sorry, honey. I gotta go give a two. I gotta go give a two real quick. I gave a lot of twos today. One big two. Um, so her review says, "Unbelievable! How can it be possible? Hey, up there." There's a mistake. A movie like <laughs> a movie like that within the first 250? I can't imagine what? which are the reasons that can lead someone to give more than a 3 to this. Hollow trash. Useless. You are a child, of course. I think they meant unless you are a child, but she says useless. Oh. You are a child, of course. 
Um, does and does then, the first 250 thing mean IMDb's two, top I ranking? I think so. Their top ranking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the, I think it deserves in the to be in the top 250 <laughs> greatest movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing special in it. Not the plot. Not the screenplay. The animation. Nothing new compared to the first episode. And nothing innovative compared to the other animated movie. So, thank wow. you, Blanca. Thank you, Blanca. I disagree with you. Uh, this final one <laughs> comes from J-89533. And J-89533 says, Toy Story, versus, Toy Story 2 versus Arrival. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Toy Story 2 versus Arrival. I think Arrival was much better than Toy Story <laughs> 2. <laughs> I do think Toy Story 2 had more hype to live up to after the spectacular Toy Story 1, but it fell way short. Luckily, the trilogy was recovered after the <laughs> splendid Toy Story 3, so the franchise is still holy, but Arrival is one good movie. <laughs> I think the protagonists are very similar. Because, like Louise, I believe Woody lost a child too, and that's why he has to protect Andy. He's so protective of Andy. Oh, <laughs> lost really, a Okay, I see. Yeah, there really is no villain in Arrival, but the villain in <laughs> Toy Story 2 <laughs> was the old prospector guy, and I really didn't like him, so that point goes to Arrival. <laughs> <laughs> This is the best hot take segment you've ever done. Arrival, the movie, the, the alien movie that came out with Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner in 2016 <laughs> was being compared to Toy Story 2 on equal planes. <laughs> um, that is oh. very good. And oh boy! I, I think we should start writing reviews for movies that are just comparing two completely unrelated movies. No, I think we should compare every movie we see to Arrival, yes. which you and I did go see together. Did we? Yeah, we did. We did. Didn't we? It was uh, after I visited you when you were um, in that convent, and we uh-huh. recorded our first podcast on the roof, and then the following morning. At, like, 11, we went and saw Arrival at a very nice theater. Oh, yeah. I do remember this. Yeah. Um, and then I was on the way home, I listened to a, a TV or a um, radio segment called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, uh, where Bernie Sanders was on it. So, there's yeah, that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I'm so tired from that review. <laughs> what if, what if our Letterboxd review is a better movie? What if from now on we just go on Letterbox and say better than Arrival or not as good <laughs> as Arrival? <laughs> that joke will only be funny to us and two other people. No, they will be funny to us and millions of other people because this right. episode is going to explode. And we're going to get a million downloads. We got that Amy Adams cachet now. Mm-hmm. This episode needs to be over. <laughs> I agree. This is a, we a long one. We need to uh, put our movie towards the three questions i can't even make sentences anymore yeah the three critical questions that determine if a movie uh is canonized by us either uh walks out of the stadium or is um what what, what, what's our punishment because i don't want to say thrown to hell because that sounds derivative 
Yes. Um, um, so the good thing that happens to it is we feed it to our raptors, right? Like that's what correct. the good movies get. We feed um, it to our raptors. If it's just kind of meh, we it, it stands there and we throw rocks at it. Mm-hmm. Um, if it is really bad, we throw it into the trash can with all the toy arms. Oh, with all the toy arms. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's, hey, that's we good. Say, we say, bye, Woody. I don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah, I think we can determine that in every movie there is some kind of hell sequence of some kind, and so we can make it uh, personalized to whatever movie we're viewing. We can, but also I kind of, yeah, no, we should do that. That's the best way to do this. So in in Toy Story 3, it'll be, is it going to actually go to hell hell (laughs) where the toys go? Uh, Same thing if we ever review Princess and the Frog, where a character literally gets dragged to hell. Mm -hmm. And all dogs go to heaven. Doesn't the doesn't a character go to hell that, in that movie? Yeah, character goes to hell in that one as well. A lot of hell in kids' movies. A lot of hell. People uh, are afraid of it. The first of our three <laughs> questions is 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 this movie good for kids? Yes. Yes, of course. Yes. Of course it is, you dummy. You it's, stupid idiot. It's better for kids than arrival is. <laughs> Uh, Are we gonna add a fourth? I was about to say that. What if our fourth question is: Is this movie as good as better than Arrival? (laughs) Uh, For today, we will do that. Uh, Okay. uh, Second question: Is it good for adults? Yes. Yes. Very good. Very good for adults. Does it stand the test of time? Yes. 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 Is it as good as Arrival? (laughs) (laughs) It's better than Arrival. I would say it's better than Arrival. Yeah. So this movie uh, gets a four out of four, and we feed it up to our raptors. Yay. Have Have fun enjoying this movie, raptors. I'm actually going to put uh, this question in our... Our gauntlet (laughs) is now becoming four questions. (laughs) Is this movie as good as Arrival? (laughs) (laughs) I actually really like the idea of always answering that question. (laughs) That's a good baseline, because Arrival... Arrival's a, a good movie. movie. It's a good yeah. movie, I would say. I don't think it's the best, but I really enjoyed it. Was it nominated for Best Picture? I um, have to look at this. Yeah, it was. It, it, what's weird is that Toy Story 2 was only nominated for one Academy Award. Um, which was? Best Original Song. Oh, yeah, baby. When She Loved Me. Written by Randy Newman. Yes. The Can man you imagine himself. Randy Newman singing that? When somebody loves you. <laughs> I kind of wish he did. Everything was beautiful. He's won two Oscars. He didn't write any songs for Arrival, though. <laughs> That's very true. He did not write any for Arrival. Um, our next episode in two weeks will be about the movie Boy Story 3. And while this is not the last boy story movie it will be our last episode about the boy story movies because we done did boy story mm-hmm. 4 already correct uh we we are going in a non-sequential order because boy story 4 recently came out just and we reminder, wanted to cover it forgot. while it was in theaters so that we would get the bajillions of listeners in that the we flesh mm-hmm. yeah um we are on twitter at purely nostalgia and I am also on Twitter at Elisha P. Smith. And it's the same for my letterbox. 
Uh, I am also on Twitter and Letterboxd at the same handle, at ClintJHPage. The JH does stand for Jazz Hands. And we also have an Instagram. It's Purely Nostalgia Pod with a P-O-D at the end. Yep. Uh, if you do follow uh, Purely Nostalgia, I believe they're like a Canadian comedy group. Really? Um, we want that Twitter, ha- that Instagram handle. I'm looking it up now. Purely Nostalgia. Gia. Uh, it says we do come up first. I'm just a girl that loves Big Brother Canada. Maybe eventually uh. someone from Ottawa will be on. Hannah loves BB on Twitter. They have four followers. Mm-hmm. So we are better than those. I agree. We do come up before they do. So the SEO is working in our favor. I think this is some sort of like canadian political humor they have a post that's just the poster for the never-ending story the movie but they crossed out the word story and it says veto the never-ending never-ending veto veto. and then there's uh they said hashtag wake up canada so i don't know (laughs) i'm not well it says not sure who made this but it's hilarious (laughs) and then they used a couple emojis of a heart and a wedding ring so that's interesting I I like we got two likes. I like to say I'm somewhat woke, but I'm not Canadian woke, so I don't know I'm what they're like talking the about. Okay, I, I'll like it too. Hey, what if done? What if it's terrible? What if they're saying something really racist? Oh, uh, then I can't like it. You're right. No, I mean it's too late. You can't take no. Back I a like. I unliked it. <laughs> but what if it's good? What if it's actually about how racism is bad? Ah, I'm conflicted. Let's find a picture that's fairly asinine then. Okay. On uh, their Twitter. Okay. I mean, their Instagram. This will be There's good. There's a lot of Adele as El Sari, whoever he is. Uh, Yeah, uh, they, he seems to be a some sort of character. Let me look him up. Adele. Adele. We just really don't want to end this episode, do we? Nope, I just love you so much. Yeah, this whole account is about this guy. Adele El Sari. Oh, he's from Big Brother Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think this is a political message. I think it is a reality. I think TV you can message. veto you can veto things in Big Brother. Okay. 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 I'm going back and re liking yes. the picture. <laughs> we will like this picture. Everyone please go to Purely Nostalgia, not Purely Nostalgia Pod, and like their post about the never ending veto. Um, it is currently their third from most recent post. Correct. Uh, it's from 2014. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, we should actually report them. Okay, let's report them right now, too. Uh, we need to end the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that I'm reporting anybody live on here. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that'll do, Donkey. We will see you soon. And Skinath for listening. <laughs> you remember the thing where we had buyout day where you could pay five dollars to your teacher and they would let you leave class and walk to Popeyes for that period what and no yeah I think that money went to like cure cancer or something (laughs) I don't remember that at all yeah we didn't have that no it probably went to the to the sports programs (laughs) yeah probably built that new what is it called 
the strong zone. It's something yeah, like that. I think it was the strong zone. Uh, whatever it was, it was keeping us oppressed theater kids <laughs> in the gutters. 